everyone. Uh, I am Petrina Wisdom, author, speaker, and movement leader, and I'm welcoming you today to this incredible episode of Living Room Wisdom. Why is it so incredible? Because today I get the distinct honor to interview my very own mother, the matriarch, the queen herself, Miss Jerusha McDonald, otherwise known as Jerusha Unscripted. So welcome, mommy. Well, thank you for having me. Wow, this has been a long time waiting. Yes, it has. So for those of you who don't know our background, my mom is actually from the podcasting uh, radio world. So she is the voice. She's the one who's usually doing the interviewing. And we're doing a little bit of a uh, a changing of roles today, if you will. And um, it's really exciting. So Again, my background, my mom is one of these courageous women who got pregnant at a very young age and happened to raise an incredible daughter, if I must say so myself. But one of the things I've always admired about my mom is that, you know, a, a, a young girl in that situation always has choice. And her choice, her decision to keep me despite the hardships, the lack of preparation, right? And not really knowing what she was walking into has always just been a superpower to me. And it's driven me in my life. So such a strong woman, such an incredible, huge hearted woman who's always looking to serve and nourish other people. So I wanted to first ask you, what was that experience like being 15, finding out you're pregnant, you know, that entire journey and, and how did that affect your life? Obviously it had a lot of effects on different levels, but what was the most profound part of that? And, and what did you make that mean or how did you make, make that into a positive? Well, first of all, it wasn't, it wasn't a mistake. Oh, well, let's get that that. clear. Wasn't a mistake. (laughs) As I told you, you're a love child. (laughs) And so it wasn't planned, but it wasn't, uh, uh, I didn't prevent it either. Sure. So let's make sure we get that clear. You are a love child. I was in love yeah. with your father. Yeah. Your father's my first love. I think he was like 15 years older than me. As you know, that story. Yeah. And, uh, as a little girl, you know, I always in the Catholic church, he was altar boy and I was sitting on the side waiting to be mm-hmm. the next little Miss Mary or whatever you call it, you know, Holy Communion. So I always said he was going to be my husband. And when he came from the military, basically we ran into each other and the rest is history. You know, we got together and uh, he asked mom, could I have, could he be my man? Mom said, you're going to take full responsibility there. That means you take care of her. So, you know, that's how this whole thing came. It was foreseen Mm -hmm. prior, but also, um, you you were birthed in out of love. So I am just, mm. being a mother, I always wanted to be a mother. As a little mm. girl, I used to say, I'm mother nature, I'm going to heal the world. Yeah. And I didn't have big visions. I even, yeah. even though I saw myself on the stage and singing and stuff, but my ultimate goal was mm. to be a mother. Mm. I wanted to have a lot of children and just wanted to raise kids and be a wonderful wife. Mm-hmm. You know how they say with the little white picket fence, but we was in the ghetto. They didn't have no white picket fence. <laughs> Matter of fact, they probably had some, what you call it, some wires, yeah. some chicken wires or something. You know what I mean? But so that never happened yeah. uh, like that. Right. And so uh, I you did it right the first time. Uh, yeah, you know. So. It was a blessing to me. You know, yeah. it was challenging. Uh, the challenges of life, it kind of thrust me into uh, being responsible. Mm-hmm. So I had to start working to take care of you. 
uh, to assist in taking care of you. Uh, so I was a bus girl at, at the Stardust and then to the Landmark. I moved my way up from a bus girl to a food waitress, no, a hostess food waitress until I was old enough to go into the casino. And once I did that, you know, I just kept moving up at Caesar's Palace from going to the, be one of the first black gourmet waitresses and Caesars, then the first black. Uh, and I say that because, you know, mm-hmm. it's always, that's when you realize you're a forerunner, you're a yeah. trailblazer, uh, wine sommelier. Right. At that time, they only hired people from Europe. Yes. You know, with the French accents and you do the wine. Mm-hmm. And remember, I used mm-hmm. to bring you to all the gourmet restaurants mm-hmm. and the shows. So make a long story short, that was my, uh, time of building and developing, but being a responsible mother. Yes, we had challenges, Mm -hmm. but challenges make you stronger. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I always say it was the wind beneath my wings. It lifted me higher, those challenges. Uh, But every time I looked at you, you represented everything I ever wanted to be. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you were admiring me, but I missed a lot of my childhood. Right. So I'm not going to talk That's exactly where I wanted to go next. Really? Actually. Yes. Psyche. That was a great transition because, I mean, if you can imagine being 15 years old, finding out you're pregnant, even though you were always more mature than probably all of the girls your yeah. age, and you were very intentional about having your partner and being in love and creating this family, there's a lot of difference between what you kind of dream about and, you know, kind of intend for yourself and then the reality of the situation. Yes. So I know it had to have been challenging to then have that child, have this family, and then have to navigate through that because that's challenging for everybody, no matter what age you are when you're having a child. So developmentally, how take us through that process and just kind of the evolution to where you are now, this queen mother, wow. this evangelist, this, you know, missionary and, and really this mother to everyone, yeah. to the entire earth. Right. Mm-hmm. There's there's a huge gap there. And I'd love to hear just how that those stages of development happened. Well, I had to go back. Uh, as you know, I used to say in New York when I, when I was modeling, uh, I had to not physically go back. I had to go back mentally mm-hmm. uh, after having you. And then we, we left New York, Vegas to go to New York. I was mm-hmm. following my dreams. I didn't know what my purpose. I'm walking around singing like, what am I here for? What's my purpose in life? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I did a lot of steps. I left Caesars after 19 years. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fast forward. Is that OK? Yeah. And then I went to one of my dreams. I love doing hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. So I went to beauty school and I was almost ready to graduate when I realized beauty school is for old people. Ah. I could come back and do this when I get old, you know? And so I'm like, I'm, I'm out of here. Click, click. Dorothy's going to New York. Big Apple. Here I am. So that opened up a whole bunch. Okay. For me, because I was trying to feel the passion and, and find my identity. There you go. My identity. You don't know yourself when you're young. Yeah. Even if you have children and you try to thrust into this big old world, Everybody matures different. Mm -hmm. And so I had to take care of you. Make a long story short. When I observed you when we were in New York, Mm -hmm. you were in elementary. You didn't miss the steps of development. Mm -hmm. I did. Because even though you have a child that's young, you know, you're young, that part of you is on pause. You Mm -hmm. you're birthing a baby. It does not make you automatically a mother. No, it is a process. Mm -hmm. To become a mother. And that process is literally embracing every level of your life. 
the good, the bad, the ugly, and indifferent. But that one part that I miss when girls are discovering lace bras and, you know, G-strings and all that stuff, right? I had big old cotton, big panties that I had to wear with this big stomach and stuff. So it was different, you know, really. And so I heard the spirit say to me, in order to get your steps back, because you were about to get, you were going to be more mature than me. Mm-hmm. You were leaving me. I felt that you were growing faster than I was mm-hmm. spiritually, mentally and everything. And the spirit said to me, look at your daughter's development. You will get that. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can't wear those underwear, you know, those yeah. beautiful lace bras and stuff, mm-hmm. but follow the process. So I would peek at you and watch you mm-hmm. in the mirror, discovering your body, the, un, you know, the Victoria's secret underwear and all that. I've never had that opportunity. Send to wear me that. a check, Victoria. Okay. Yeah. Please send me one too. You owe me a residual anyway, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Right. So, you know, I had to watch you every level of your life. You embraced every level. Um, when you became a teenager, you were just Mm -hmm. such, you explored Mm -hmm. and I didn't get that opportunity, which, you know, I accepted it, but you cannot miss the steps. Mm -hmm. It's like, father, may I? And it's like, yeah, no, you may show up sometime somewhere. You have to. Yeah. Otherwise, your body will get older, mm-hmm. but inside, and you meet a lot of people today like that. I do. Mm-hmm. It trips me out. Inside, they're stuck. That little girl is still there or that adolescent that did not get fulfilled mm-hmm. or did not take the steps necessary to move forward. Exactly. Okay? Exactly. So then how does it feel for you now, fast forward all these years, to have a f- almost 50-year-old daughter and four grandchildren yeah. And a great grand on the way. And and just to be in this position, tell me a little bit about the process of embracing all of those different phases of life. And I would love to hear what you're most excited about right now as a 60 plus year old woman with this legacy that's been created that started when you were 15 years old. Well, you know what? Um, first of all, I don't feel 60 until right. I get a pain uh-huh. and then I have to call the couple, you know, Ben and Gay, yes. that married couple, Ben and Gay. That's my couple. I never leave <laughs> home. With, I never leave home with her out there. The couple is amazing. But in my mind, sometimes I'd be tripping like 65. Are you? Mm-hmm. It's like it doesn't register. Which is still very young, by the way, if we can just talk about that for a minute. 65, when I tell people my mother is 65, they're like, that's it? She's so young. I'm like, yeah, she is. And gorgeous still, of course. Well, you know, you think right. as you get as you evolve, yes. you realize it's not that old. But when mm-hmm. you were younger, somebody yeah. like, you know, <laughs> Carol yeah. probably think that's real old. Right. But as you evolve, yes. you'll see, you know, you don't think that. But uh, inside of me, the spirit in me, the little girl in me, because I'm all of that. I'm the little girl. You know, that says, I'm Mother Nature, I'm going to heal the yeah. world. There is three women in me. Yes. Oh. <laughs> and it's true. There yeah. is three women in me. I didn't know that was going to come out. Yeah. And so it's the little girl. Mm-hmm. It is the, the, uh, the teenager. Mm-hmm. And it's the I am that I am now. Yeah. And so I've embraced mm-hmm. that. I love it. Um, it's like having a walking in a starting over again life it's a new phase of my life where do I want my life to go Mm -hmm. from here what can I create Mm -hmm. uh, to touch the lives of other people 
Mm-hmm. You know, like even though I'm a minister, but I call myself a voice. Yes. Uh, I don't like to be in boxes. I hate being boxed yeah. in. Uh, but I am a creator. And wherever I go, I create. Mm-hmm. And it's not about for Jerusha. It is about creating a better community, a better yes. world. So wherever you go, it's a domino effect. Mm-hmm. How are you infecting that individual or the, the environment that you're in? So mm-hmm. for me, I just feel, and I've always said this, like the Statue of Liberty. I'm just, I'm just a there. Beacon. Yeah, you know, like wherever I go, I feel like I'm giving life, Mm -hmm. I'm producing life. And uh, I love when people choose me to be their mother. One thing I've learned, uh, there's a lot of motherless and and fatherless children, Mm -hmm. no matter what age they are. So when someone comes to me and say, Mama, Mm -hmm. especially in this generation, you know, people don't respect parents. They don't respect the elders. Mm -hmm. And when I go to the store or whatever, and a stranger, young girl at the cashier, and she'll say, hey, mama, I love it. Yeah. Because now I am the mother that I wanted to be to other kids. Remember? Yep. Because I wanted all these kids. You got your kids. You got your Of every nation and tongue. (laughs) Everywhere I've been, God has blessed me with children Mm -hmm. from every part of the continent. And I'm just like, wow. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So I feel like this, this tree of life right now, and I'm just constantly bursting forth with more fruit, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think the beauty of our relationship is that we do allow ourselves to learn and grow from watching and experiencing and being a part of each other's journey. Mm -hmm. It's not like, well, I'm the mom and I'm the, you know, we don't have those like roles where we feel like we're, neither of us like to be boxed in, let's be honest. And so I really feel like that's enriched our relationship in so many ways and that it inspires a lot of the people who watch our relationship. So as Mm -hmm. we wrap up this episode, I would really love, because you are a beacon, you are that eternal mother to, to to the world, like we talked about previously. And I truly believe that it's the Western woman, like Dalai Lama said, Mm. that will save the world. And so it is our responsibility. And and you've completely stepped into that, which has inspired me also to step into that. And so as we're parting on this episode, I'd love for you to share just one piece of wisdom throughout your journey, something that you've learned that if you could just tell the audience one thing that can completely change their stars, what would that be? Release Mm -hmm. and embrace. It's just like having a baby Mm -hmm. when you go through labor. The labor pains is teaching you to release. Mm -hmm. And as you go through that, because life is labor pains, Mm -hmm. it's how you work through those labor pains. Mm -hmm. Okay. But as you release, then you embrace the new. You may not know what it is, but trust the process. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Trust the process. So I will add to that, that no matter what you're going through, being raised by a young single mom, who is so incredibly powerful and radiant and full of wisdom now, obviously it wasn't all, always that way. And we all have experiences in our lives that feel challenging. And, you know, sometimes you may ask why me, right? <laughs> but why not you? There's, there's gifts and there's lessons to be learned in every challenge. And this is proof, proof of that. No matter what situation you find yourself in, you have everything that you need within you to get through that challenge and to make something absolutely beautiful up from it. So you just need to learn how to access that. And we're here to hold that space for you here in absolutely. the Living Room Wisdom interview series. So tune in to our next episode. 
check out our YouTube channel. I don't speak well today. YouTube channel weekly for a new episode and a new inspiring woman. Subscribe if you like what you see. And uh, thank you. Your story is your glory, and we're here to spotlight you. All right. Have a wonderful day, and we'll see you.